0: Okay. <laughs> Hi. Um, oh, this feels so weird, doesn't it? I I thought I'd feel like I'm talking to a bunch of strangers, but I don't know how to explain this, but I, I feel like the stranger. Like, I don't... I don't know. This is just a reminder to say I am still alive. Um, <laughs> I guess people... Might have forgotten this side of me, but... No, she's still alive. Um, and she... Well, I... I don't know why I'm talking in person. But I... Um, I missed you a lot, I think. Unknowingly. Which is why I say I think. Um, it was very peaceful for a long time. And then, like, kind of lonely here and there. But still very peaceful. And I'm doing a lot. My schedule's packed up, so... I don't have time to really sit and think, but today I did. And I sat and I was thinking. And I thought, I just want to talk to someone right now. And like I want them to shut up. <laughs> I just want to talk forever and ever and ever. And I was like, hmm, sounds like a podcast. Um, I used to do this very regularly. Uh I used to be so good like with making the whole script and and then i i stopped making like the full script thing and then i just started talking casually but that wasn't sustainable so i don't know what this is but um i, I did i i really missed you so here i am in bed um sort of lonely but my my head is loud the mind is very Uh, there's a there's traffic in there with just a bunch of thoughts so I was like let's turn on that mic (laughs) so I don't remember the last time I spoke to you but um, since then a lot has happened and let me just quickly update you and not like bore you out Um, I left the school I was in for like 11 years That used to be my like everything, and so I was very scared, and I was very dependent on that place. It's a beautiful place, Um, but it got a little suffocating in the end. (laughs) So, and you know I only like to be choked in bed. Yeah, I was feeling like claustrophobic in there, so I was like, I think it's best if I leave before I start to hate this place, you know? And actually, after I left, I found my love for that place. Um, And I saw it for what it truly was, which I won't get into, but it made me think a lot. and. At first, I was like, oh my god, I'm starting a new life, this is going to be great, I'm so happy, Um, I'm going to have this revolution, this renaissance, and then that lasted for a little, just a little, little, little amount of time, and then I was like, oh fuck, I made the worst mistake of my life, I'm dying, I'm going to be all alone, I have nowhere to go, um and i kind of just cried myself to sleep 24/7 until i had to be uh readmitted <laughs> admitted into uh rehab again uh which you know about the first time i was there i've i have an episode on that but the second time was just very peaceful actually the second time i i uh there weren't many people i became really Like close friends with like the first time around but um, I was I was with myself and I could focus just on myself and the rest of the world didn't matter nothing mattered so I could just I I was just with myself and I loved it I finished like six books I read the bell jar twice and I came out a woman or I I hope. (laughs) Actually, I I don't think I did, I don't think I did. I think I came out a woman um, out the theaters after watching Barbie. Uh, (laughs) God, it's been so long. I I missed you guys, I really did. The last few days that I really sat with my therapist and I was like, I don't know what to do. I need to like have a purpose and I don't know how I'm gonna continue my studies, everything, studies is figured out now. Uh, I do open schooling. So I spoke to my therapist and I said, I am going to get a part-time job. I became an English tutor, uh, a part-time English tutor, and it worked out a little bit, but then didn't (laughs) because I gave up on the demo sessions. (laughs) I was like, I am not like equipped right now to deal with a bunch of kids because like I'm still depressed, you know? (laughs) So, that. And also, kids keep bailing on sessions. So, I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. So, yeah, that. And then, something quite magical happened. Oh, wait, also, I turned 17. Whoop whoop! Yay! Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I am young and sweet. I am dancing. I'm 17. I I am a dancing queen actually no that's new um we'll get to that (laughs) but i i turned 17. the birthday was magnificent um and then um yeah it was great and then things got a little lonely and then i was like i have to find (laughs) like friends so i I was looking around and something magical happened. <laughs> I found this course called the Eurythmics course. And it's like this, uh, what is it called? C- cross art disciplinary course, whatever. And it's the best thing that could ever happen ever. And I think everyone should do this course. <laughs> You're welcome, Sachin Anur. Um, They're the best, by the way. They're mommy, papa. They're my my my, my, my mama, papa. And <laughs> actually, everyone is. Everywhere I go, I'm the youngest. So they all just are like, okay, this ch- child is my kid. Anyway, but the course was mainly dancing. And I was dancing after a long time because i had given up on dancing because everyone was like, what the f- fuck are you doing? Um, And then I was like, oh, it's called contemporary dance. <laughs> yeah, I found this magic and this motivation and i was like oh my god i think i want to do something with my life and even my mom at like the final show after the unitmic course was like i thought she was good for nothing but <laughs> i feel like she has something here <laughs> which i thought was um sweet uh, of course and uh it was it was a beautiful show i met the best people during that course um, I love them I love them so much they're my family they've like taken care of me they've like fully prepared me for adulthood at this point point. Um, and then I also went to uh, Kochi and there I I was there for like 12 days um and i did a i did the performance lab workshop there and we had a performance and because it's a performance lab so yeah get it i didn't think you'd yeah it was really cool it was prashant and deepak and i i take deepak's classes here and oh i also did abhilash's workshop here so that was really cool and so i'm really into this world now and it's taken over my life, and I cannot be more grateful. <laughs> I thought I was, like, drowning. You should have seen me during the Eurythmics course, okay? Ganga, Kaveri, Godavari were all coming out of my eyes because I was, like, I i was so lost. But then everyone was lost, so we kind of, like... So our final performance, it was called Haimed, which is which basically means, like, the sanctuary of belonging and home. And it was that for all of us. Like, we came there all so lost literally the first day we're all crying to each other hugging each other like I needed this and I I said on the first day I feel like I finally found my tribe and it is that and in Kochi I didn't have that strong of a you know connection with everyone because I was very slow to open up there because it was my first time traveling alone as well it that I will talk about but Um, it took me a while to open up, but I made friends by going up to people and asking if they had ever murdered someone, you know, the edgy emo And they were all like, oh, okay. And I got friends. And as I mentioned, it was my first time traveling alone. And this made me so existential. (laughs) I don't know why. I was like, what is it to be alone? Like, I feel... Like this is so cheesy, but like I feel so alone and I'm surrounded by people and I feel like shit but I'm having the best time of my life, I'm doing everything I've ever dreamed of. And it was, it was so, it was all these things that I I don't even know how to put into words, but I was like... Ah, you know? (laughs) But my roommate was amazing, my roommate Jeryl and Surya and Anu, Seema, all the th- th- amazing. I love them all. My my Che I love them. And um Steven, like my friend, he took me around, showed me Fort Cotti and that was amazing. And then Mashud also took me around and he was cool and I was supposed to meet Surya but he bailed on me which is fine he was busy but and then Sharon came Sharon is my friend from Eurythmics and Mashud Mashud is also my friend from Eurythmics and they both came to my performance and I was so happy and um yeah it was super cool I I was in a theater course before um but it was it was a it was hard for me to like really grow during in that um environment but after i i left that course as well to like just join a uh a, a theater group and like find my own people and that happened and that was super cool like the writer of endings which was performed in drangish and i and jagrati i think and i literally fell in love with that play and i i also you know what another great play is <laughs> love in the Coletta of Time. Yes, I watched it twice. Yes, I'm going to watch it again. It's my favorite play ever, I think. Prashant is a great writer. If, if I ever get to talk to Prashant, I think I'd go insane. Not like he's insane. I, I mean, I would go insane because I love him and I wouldn't know how to express the sh- sheer amount of love I have for him and admiration I have of him. This is getting really creepy, so I'm gonna stop now but yeah i met the writer of endings and he was super cool and he also acted in it and he was super cool and tanya introduced me and thank you tanya i love you tanya is also someone i met it <laughs> and sagnik was there he also did a great job but also like my parents <laughs> tanya and, sagnik. and um yeah anyway i don't know it feels good to find these amazing people and i thought after i left my school i thought i would be so lonely and never find a group of friends outside and i did which which still makes me emotional to think about like i didn't know i was capable of going out there and finding people and like doing what i love and what i have loved since i was like a little kid all i've ever wanted to do is Dance and I, I've learned through these amazing people that I can just dance, uh, and I don't need someone to applaud. I've also, yeah, I've had I've had the opportunity to have some beautiful conversations with beautiful people. Um, one of them being Deepak, and uh, he's one of he was one of the faculty. Um, members of um, Performance Lab coachie and I remember sitting down with him one evening after rehearsals and I was like I feel like great art is derived from like incredible emotion and like you use your trauma you use your pain to like make something beautiful that's what everyone says but what if my emotions are it's taking over and it's stunting my growth like i'm not able to make the art because of the overwhelming amount of emotions i have that are always rushing gushing out of me and like it's it's i can't control it he said a lot of things that i have in my diary written like a monologue but he held my hand and like spoke to me for like a good Ten minutes, five to ten minutes, and it made my life so much better. <laughs> and like one thing he said out of many incredible things, he said, "You can't control these things. It's like sand. The tighter you hold, the more you lose. And um, you can't fully separate it. But also, it's you've just started learning. Uh, you're young and." Um, you can't get to 25 that quickly. You have to be 18, you have to be 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, and then you'll get to 25. And that was very helpful. Because, yeah, it's cool that I have so many like amazing people in my life right now, but um, because uh, most of them are a little older than me, because they're a little older, I feel the need to feel older, and I've really pushed myself um but it felt good to be reminded like, "Hey, you're still a kid. It's okay to not know how to be an adult." <laughs> I don't know how to, how else to say it, but directly like that, and yeah, it just felt good that someone acknowledged it, and it was my first time again traveling alone, which it's pretty scary for 12 days. Um, yeah. But it was a wonderful experience. I also went for this little excursion after watching Barbie. Like the day after. And let me tell you, the, that Barbie movie made me sob like a little baby. I I came back home and I was screaming, yelling into a pillow. I don't know how to tell you. Like... When I was younger I was really introverted like let's go back to fifth grade or like before that I never liked going outside I got homesick every excursion and I was pretty shy when I was younger like um, like many kids and like many kids that stupid doll was my everything okay I had a collection of Barbies you have no idea How irritated my parents were by, like, how much money they're spending on this, the same doll, but she just has different professions, and she's a mermaid, and then she's, like, a doctor. I don't know, but they, they did get me all those Barbies, and I loved them, and I would talk to them all the time. I would, I would stitch my own clothes for them. It was my everything before, like, I knew how to talk to people outside the house. And so to watch that movie, it was like, I don't know, it was very emotional. And also, it was also like a little <laughs> sad because, I mean, uh, later after I watched the I watched the movie the day it came out, um, which was a weekday, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So I went alone. Uh, And later, some people were, like, asking me, like, oh, do you want to go to the Barbie movie together? And I was like, oh, no, it's all right, because I already went. But I I wanted to go again. I should have gone again. It would have really healed me, (laughs) because the first time I went, I went alone, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm all alone in the theater. And I went early, so I was the only one in the entire, like, audience. And... I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be so cool." And then I I was waiting and then slowly people started coming in, but they started pouring in with gangs and groups and like so many people together, big friend groups, and I just missed my my friend group a lot at that time. And then I started like crying sooner than most people <laughs> during the movie because there's also so much about girlhood and girl friendships. And, yeah, I don't know, I I just missed my friends, and it was a weekday, so they couldn't be there, but, yeah, It it was a beautiful movie, though, and I came back home, and I cried to my parents, and they were like, it's okay, and my dad was like, oh my god, she's so emotional, it's okay, it's okay, and my dad was actually... He was so invested in my, like, story of the Barbie. (laughs) He was like, yeah, I get it, I get it. It's okay, it's okay. And it was the first time we were, like, having a conversation like that. It was beautiful, actually. Um, Yeah, so after watching that, I went to Kochi alone, and it was my first time traveling alone and all that. So, I don't know, I was thinking a lot about, like, uh, when do I become a woman? Like, is it my body or is it like my? Because I didn't fuck. I did not feel like a woman when I got my period. <laughs> I don't think that's, you know what I mean. And um, Alex, I don't. What's her What's her name? Alex Bryan. I don't remember her name, but she's my, she's an online friend of mine. <laughs> she's actually a friend of mine, but she's super cool. She has her own podcast, and she had her first episode was like to be a girl and like it was a beautiful episode by the way you should you all listen to her podcast um i'll text her after this but i listened to that episode again and i was just wondering i feel like i also i I wrote a lot of poetry in kochi about my existential crisis i was like i feel like i grew so tall and so dumb I feel like I grew up too quick but I still want someone to cradle me now I'm actually working on my own uh, play a dance play I'm working like I'm I wrote it and I'm going to be like a movement director for it which is like a big title so I just want to say dancer (laughs) Um, but like choreographer yeah choreographer feels better than movement director that is ronita's title for solar you should also watch solar i don't know if they're even showing solar anymore but it's a it was a beautiful dance play um but yeah and it's called intruder uh rehearsal starts soon and uh sharan raj my friend from eurythmics again he's a bestie now we love him we all love him he's like he's my oldest young brother um only he knows what that means but anyway um <laughs> he's directing it he's a filmmaker so it's hasif we love hasif anyway i, I just love Uritmi People. i'm so sorry i love them i love them so much they made they made my life you know anyway Oh, now I'm just thinking about all of them. And I'm like, I want to write each of you a love letter. I actually think I'm going to do that. I miss them so much. But we're meeting soon because of Intruder. So, yeah, it's a dance play and it's contemporary and it's about... uh, It's basically like how personalities are born and uh, a lot about how one body can have multiple personalities and... Um, What it means to be a stranger to yourself and not know your name. Not know more than your name. Um, Not knowing yourself because you're ever-changing. You're your own, like, hunter, your own mother. What it means to, like, take care of yourself. A lot of that. Um, I hope you guys come for it. I'll make an episode just talking about intruder, actually. I could... I have so much, like, content from Intruder, (laughs) but anyway. And we have our own, like, production group thing, art community. It's called Haimuth Productions. It's beautiful. It's all the Eurythmics people, and we're adding more people, I think. It's gonna be really cool. Look forward for that. Bengaluru. Can I just say, I feel like Kochi and Bangalore are the same, but Kochi's a bit more green. Which is funny because they say Bangalore is like green... What is it? Green city? City of green? Green city? Hama! One second. Sorry, my mom came to say good night. That was very unprofessional of me, but I, I hope you don't mind. Um, the mother goose had to say her lullaby. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I went everywhere, I think. I did want to go to this one temple <laughs> and I didn't go to the temple. I went to like three different churches, which felt like I was betraying my entire Ayangari family, but like, it's fine because they're all pretty open-minded, pretty open-minded, progressive, I guess. Anyway, um, but it was beautiful. I, f- I think I feel most at peace at church because there you have this like heavy feeling inside you. I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is? I don't know what it is. But I just feel so incredibly heavy at church that I have to kneel, you know? Like someone's like, sit down. And I'm like, I'm sad. (laughs) It's literally that. Temples are, I see temples as um, more like art galleries. I like to admire temples. Kerala is also so eclectic. That was really cool to see. And they're all so sweet, man. I loved it. And the water... I don't know. I just realized, like, I want to live by the water (laughs) when I'm older. And there's that popular real audio thing that's like, it's important to always be by the sea. There's something about the sea, and you always have to be by it. And I never got it because I was like... I'm in Bengaluru I'm fine living by angry auto drivers actually no oh my god can i just say like we had such heavy rains before i went to this was before i went to kerala but we had such heavy rains and i swear to god i have never admired auto drivers more i booked I, this was uh, for endings the play endings it was in rang shankara and I I live far from Ramashankara. so I booked in, booked in like this uh, Ola and everything, and this man is the most, I, he deserves a Nobel Prize, I'm sorry, but him and all auto drivers at that point, like, the angry car people are like, like rushing through the flooded streets and like, all the water is coming on these auto drivers they're drenched they're literally drenched because an auto is like you know how open it is and this auto driver is still like take this cloth ma'am like uh clean the seat uh, like next year and i'm like oh are you sure you're li- like are you kidding me you're giving me the cloth to like dry what so i was like oh i literally wrote a poem for auto i think i did like right an entire I said, I called it Love in the Monsoon or something. Anyway, yeah. But like, anyway, what was I talking about? Even like, I don't know, auto drivers everywhere are the best. Um, but anyway, yeah. I, I never got it when people were like, you have to be by the sea. There's something about the sea. And I don't know. what. Uh, what is the difference between sea and ocean? Can someone tell me? I really want to know. I genuinely I apart the auntie, would be so disappointed me right now. I miss her, by the way. We love Bhavatiya. Anyway, um, I met a friend today and he was sick. I think I'm getting sick. Like, my nose is blocked and my head hurts. My eyes are burning. Um, Thanks a lot, G. But yeah, if I sound like my nose is like clogged, it's because it is. Um, anyway. Also, can I just talk about my airport experience? Uh, <laughs> at the Kochi Airport, International Airport. We had booked a flight back to Bangalore at, um, I was supposed to board at 1 p.m. and reach Bangalore at 2 p.m. I'm not gonna... Anyway, <laughs> this airline cancels the uh, flight last night, the night before, but I didn't know. No one notified me. So I went to the airport early like 11am <laughs> like to finish all the check-in thing before I can sit down and like board uh 12:55 all that and then I realized, oh it's fucking canceled <laughs> so we book another like flight because we didn't I didn't want to wait till 8pm to board b- from the same um airline because they were like compensating and stuff but uh I wanted to reach early So my dad books another flight and this fucking flight is delayed for an hour and I'm sitting there having this philosophical Jiddu Krishnamurti conversation with my Jiddu Krishnamurti friend Vikrant. Um, (laughs) He asked me, um, you know, there's this one philosopher that I really like. His name is Jiddu Krishnamurti. Have you heard of him? And I'm like, have I? Have I? Have I heard of Jiddu Krishnamurti? I went to Valley by the way, so it's, <laughs> you know, um, so I was, like, very passionate, and we were talking about it for, like, an hour, and that was super cool, and then we realized um, that the flight was delayed for another hour, and then they were, like, compensating with, like, protein bars. No, they weren't protein bars. They were, like, weird protein cookies, I think, and and trail mix. I don't fucking know, but (laughs) Uh, it was really funny, actually, because I have one video of, like, the, the guy who was, like, talking to everyone and, like, trying to calm them down. Everyone's screaming at him, and I have a video of him, like, his face is tight. His face is, like, red and, like, tight, and he's, like, about to shout at everyone, being like, I have no control over this, but he's like... Yes, sir. Okay, sir. Yeah, I understand, sir. It's really fucking funny. <laughs> and everyone was shouting at him, and I was like, why? Why are you shouting at him? And that's when I made two other friends. Mr. Rakesh, who I have no contact of now, which is really sad, which means he's somewhere out there in the world, and I'll never meet him again. Um, and then Adit, who is my friend now, and I hang out with him all the time. Anyway, so... Yeah, that was really funny. And then we finally boarded the flight at like 6. No, not even 6. I don't No, we boarded the flight at 5:30. I'm telling you, 5:30. And then 6:30 the aeroplane actually started moving, okay? So, I was really pissed. And everyone in the aer- uh, uh plane was like super pissed, but oh my god, you know what the other thing was? We got on the plane, and the captain is, like, apologizing. He's like, sorry, engine problems, but we're all better now. Sorry. But his, like, voice is shaky as if he's he knows, like, if he, like, says... If if he tries to give more excuses, everyone would yell at him. It was really funny. No, but my favorite part. I don't think... I don't know if anyone heard this. I don't know if I was imagining this. But some kid screamed fire as soon as we started moving and i don't know i i feel like someone else heard, like the guy next to me this uncle he looked at me when it happened but no one was acknowledging it and i was so confused no, there was no fire by the way but it was so funny to me i started laughing i was like are you kidding me is this actually happening How absurd. So, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. I feel like I'm. I feel a little less lonely talking to you. Even though I'm just talking to myself, and there could be a day when there are like zero listeners. But actually, right now we have 3K listeners, which is so cool. I was on a break and we got from 2K to 3K, uh, which is not a lot in like the big in like the big picture but to me little little girl from seventh grade who started mental health awareness podcast that's that's a lot i'm sorry i'm so proud anyway yeah i don't know i feel a little less lonely now and i feel like we aren't strangers anymore i hope you have remembered who i was or um reimagined my face because a lot has happened and if i haven't then there's a problem also can everyone please read the cocktail party by t.s Eliot? i know i'm like oh my god this underground writer t.s Eliot, but like genuinely i did not i thought he was boring <laughs> and i was too lazy to like even consider reading the wasteland But I found The Cocktail Party, this like secondhand book version, and it just looked like a very cool vintage thing. So I bought it and then I actually read it on the plane and I was like, oh, fuck, this is really fucking good. So, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Uh, Also, Clarice Lispector is amazing. Uh, And uh, Albert Camus is amazing. I started reading Crime and Punishment. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. I'm only five pages in. Do not. I started three months ago. Don't ask. Just don't. I'm sorry. It's just too big. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever finish it. I'm not even ever... Like, I don't think I'm going to read War and Peace in my lifetime, in this lifetime. But I do want to finish Crime and Punishment. (laughs) But I think it will take a long long time because it's been a month and i finished like five pages so yeah anyway yeah i love you thank you for listening to me rant again you're you're always there to listen to me ranting i appreciate it truly and i i know i make like a thousand comeback episodes like every few months because i take breaks that are longer than any dick. Sorry, <laughs> what? What did I just? I don't know what I just said. But um. Please continue listening whenever I do post. I mean, if you want to, I can't really control what you do. But yeah, it's nice to have you there. I feel you. I feel your presence. And just imagine me giving you a hug. And if you don't like hugs, then and uh, a avert. A, 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 a hair hug. An air hug. Something like that. Yeah. Or I'll bite you. Like I bit Prashant. And now he needs a rabies shot. Anyway, long story. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> bye bye.